2: You're listening to Oilers Nation Radio, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. One hour of street hockey talk with Dan, Rick, Tyler, and bagged milk starts now.
4: Ho, 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 Liam. Merry Christmas, bagged milk.
1: It is a Christmas spectacular edition of Oilers Nation Radio. It's actually festivist, so we're going to get into this, some of the feats of strength and grievances. What are you guys laughing at?
4: Turn off his mic. <laughs> I'm so low. And Which one is I'm his mic? Trying to uh, he's on two. enunciate all the words I say so I don't mumble.
1: I don't think the mumbling was part of that review, by the way. He I think gets, Tyler just threw that
4: in. No. He gets like one I mean, bad review and he's all of a sudden has to change everything he does. I did my mouth stretches before the show that like Chris look how low my levels are. Like Chris Durham taught me, how to... Because um, you're not talking on dude. mic. That's what I'm trying yeah, to do. You're off mic. But it's hard with these mic arms. See? Oh, I the swear mic it'll... arms. The
1: mic arms are terrible. They, uh, we they're...
4: knew this was going to come, Tyler. You knew this was coming. I'm a fidgeter.
5: This is why I enjoy holding the mic.
1: If you watched Oilers Nation every day, you would have known my struggles with the
4: mic arm. Ugh.
0: Just keep Last the week... damn mic in front of you and don't touch it. it.
4: No, no, I want to fiddle. I'm afraid that if I need to touch it, it's just going to fall off. It's not. It is. It might. It, it could. Did. It fell it off last, last week for me last week. I was trying yeah. to enjoy a delicious
1: Hammond Swiss roll. I'm trying to be very quiet. Move mm-hmm. my
4: microphone slightly to the left, and it just went tumbling down. All of a sudden, bam! chicka wow. Down it goes. <laughs> there goes the mic arm. hmm. Smell you later. Now there Tyler
1: is. is so rattled, he can't even look at us because he
4: knows the mic arms are a problem.
0: Because it's just... Mm, whatever, we're done. See,
4: but the thing is, you don't have to use a mic arm. You have a I'll nice-
2: gladly use one, but this one sits better off camera. Delicious debate. Which mic arm is better? Let's go.
4: The answer's none, Dan. It's not a,
1: a debate. Uh, so yeah. you want to
2: hold your mic the whole show?
1: No. Huh.
0: I found it <laughs> performed better by holding the mic.
1: Well, if you want to write the article, I would be happy to hold my mic.
0: I don't want to do that. Well. But I'm not the one complaining. Well,
1: sounds like you are.
4: Yeah, it sounds like you are.
1: You're, like you're impeding my free, uh, my creative
5: expression. I like Tyler's Christmas lights on his mic. Yeah,
4: it does look He's nice. Festive. See, I could yeah, never see. do that on my mic arm because it no, just no, fall no. off. It's way too <laughs> flimsy for that. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: Oilers nation radio episode 956,000 bag milk here Waz is sitting in for Rick, Liam, Tyler, Dan is on zoom. We've got plenty to talk about today as we go into the last game before the Christmas break. First, I want to give a shout out to our friends at DoorDash and Oodle Noodle latest, okay. latest location of Oodle Noodle just opened in Calgary early in December. So if you are in Calgary, if you're listening to this, go check that out. I promise you your mouth feelings will appreciate it. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling lazy, cause it's Friday and I feel like you've worked enough already this week. Order your little noodle, noodle through DoorDash because it's just easy. Cooking's hard. It's a busy week, Liam. Nobody's got time for cooking.
4: Nobody has got time for cooking.
1: Nobody. We're gonna get into the delicious debate this week, which leads me to old Captain Grumpy over there. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like what
0: choice do I have? <laughs> I sit here, I built up this studio with my bare hands, and all anyone ever does is shit on it.
1: Uh, nobody's shitting on hey, it. Just I, the mic I arm like specifically. I
2: think it's a very beautiful studio. I think it's great. I still appreciate you, Tyler. All I right. appreciate
1: Tyler, too, just not Mike Arms.
2: If you could buy one
0: Christmas present for the Oilers or for one specific Oiler, you can make it up, could be a real thing, could be a fake thing, don't matter. What would you put under the tree for either the whole team or one player in particular?
1: Waz, I'm going to start with you because you've got an uh, article going up tomorrow at OilersNation.com about San- for Santa's wish list from the people. Yes. What is the first item on your gift list for the Oilers?
5: Uh, I'm going to go with an unrealistic item and I'm going to go, I'm going to get, like, I don't know if like, this is possible. Can I give like one of the Oilers a health potion, specifically Evander Kane? Mm-hmm. So his wrist can heal and he can come back. Yep. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Something to just heal the Oilers and whoever's injured. I think Kane's the last one. Yep.
1: Yeah. They're yeah. pretty much healthy now. Broberg right? yeah. and Murray. but Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Ryan Murray. <Meh>. I mean,
1: <laughs> I am concerned about Broberg's ability to stay healthy, low key. A little bit. Yeah. But
4: also, I wonder if with him, for instance, I wonder if they're just overly cautious with him because he is so young Possibly. that they're just like, oh, his shoulder's a bit banged up. Let's just keep my other the lineup for a few games. Where like if that was Nurse or CC, like it's like ah, oh, he can play through it. I wonder if that's kind of so you. Case. So you're hoping
2: that this organization has learned that shoulders of our defensemen might be important. I'm.
4: here's to hoping.
1: Liam, what's on your wish list? What if Santa's sliding down the chimney? Ooh! What do the Oilers get from you, sir?
4: For Christmas this year, the Edmonton Oilers get from me. Well, Jack Campbell got his new equipment today, so that was. We're big. Talk about that. That's a good little. It's a good little Christmas gift. I will go with, um, a little bit more confidence. How about a little confidence under the Christmas tree this okay. year?
1: Yeah,
0: I feel you. I like sec- that.
1: Yeah, a little bit of that. I like that. Tyler, what is on your Christmas list for the Withers?
0: Oh, there's a couple that are just like kind of low hanging fruit. Like I'd love to gift Ken Holland some cap space. Right? I mm-hmm. think everyone That's probably would. Um, some sort of elixir that allows them to start games on time. That would be just really, really solid as mm-hmm. well. Um, those two are the easy ones. Um, maybe buy yessa Yarve, a little bit of puck luck. Yep. Maybe buy him a couple sessions with skills coach.
1: I just say puck
2: luck in general.
1: Yeah, why not? Dan, um, what do you got? You're asking Santa for a gift for the others. What do you got?
2: Uh, well, if I'm going to go very specific, I am I thought of Evan Bouchard right off the top, and he would get Chris Pronger's tenacity for the rest of the season, and he would really lead us into the playoffs. If I'm thinking team-wise, yeah, I, I love the idea of like just a hockey bag full of smelling salts that is just <laughs> dropped right in the middle of the locker room right before game time and we get going. Go ahead, Tyler.
0: No, I just had another idea for one.
2: Go for it. Oh,
1: You know that
0: thing from Men in Black that they use to like zap people's memories? Oh, yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. I would use that. I'd give it to Darnell Nurse and I'd say, you use this and you forget about the last three months, my good man. And you 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 just blank it and you're like the Darnell Nurse of old again. Give that to Jack Campbell as well, maybe? Yeah, probably to Jack (laughs) Campbell.
1: Uh, There's a couple of guys who could use the old (laughs) Neuralizer, I think.
2: Mm -hmm. That is called the Neuralizer. Good job, Bag Milk. Sorry.
1: I have a Google machine in front never of me. Never
2: seen the movie.
1: You've never seen really?
0: Moonblock? No, to be fair, I haven't either.
1: Well, that's not surprising to me. Oh, oh that, Yeah, there?
0: I don't watch a lot of movies. You guys know that.
1: Tyler doesn't enjoy fun.
0: No, I'm just more of a TV
5: show guy. My girlfriend's mother calls me vanilla because of the lack of shows I've seen and movies. She's mm-hmm. a very vanilla. Sweet flex. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm
1: bragging about a girlfriend on the show. Yeah. This guy yeah, talking I'm to girls. Sorry. Wow. Wow. Was uh, if I'm going to give the Oilers something for Christmas, it's going to be a little, I think the, the confidence would kind of work with mine a little bit more depth scoring, I think. Mm. And it's coming a little bit like, Yanmark, yeah, two goals on Wednesday against the stars. Klim uh, Clem Costin's got a couple now. Yamamoto's got a couple on the board. Yes. Pooley got his second of the season. So I'm hoping it's going to come, but maybe the confidence for the bottom six, well, depending on how the lines are put together. But a little confidence, a little jam, a little extra depth scoring. I think we'll go a long way.
4: Yeah. That'd be nice. Would that'd be, be. Real nice. But yeah, I think we've, started, like I said, we're starting to see a little bit more. Maybe when, um, maybe they get a few more games down the road with these lines right now. And that's when it Keeps, keeps coming along.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think a little bit of consistency in the lines will probably go a long way. Let the guys develop a little bit of chemistry per, perhaps, instead of just bopping them around all over the place.
4: Yeah. I'm with you. Maybe.
1: Any final thoughts on a wish list item for the Edmonton Oilers?
0: Anything for Jay would, Woodcroft? Maybe we'd like to get for him. Ooh, that's what yeah. I was trying to
4: think of. Maybe Jay new, Woodcroft. Some new suits? No, there's bad ones. Just that's wear a suit every night. Yep. That'd that be nice. A couple more.
1: You know, I think like. It's tough. Now that you mentioned Jay Woodcroft, like just kind of like the relaxing of pressure on the guy a little bit. I find that when I'm watching him behind the bench now, as opposed to last year, when he came in, he was a lot more active last year behind the bench. He's walking up and down. He's talking to guys, he's patting them on the back. And this, he just seems a little bit more intense this year. Get him a nice massage. Maybe that'd be nice. I'll give him one. That's free. Mm. That's free for you. Jay Woodcroft. Hey, just let me you
0: know. Cash in whenever you're, you're giving him a book of coupons. He gets a massage. Yes. Yes.
1: Oh, all, date night. Mm-hmm, sometimes a massage leads to the kiss, so he can use two coupons at once if he likes two for mm. one. Yep, I like this idea. Any other Santa's wish list items for the Edmonton Oilers, or even a specific player yet?
0: Um, uh, we always hear that Devin Shore is the card playing guy with Connor McDavid on the team playing. <laughs>
1: Fresh yeah, set of cards.
0: In the room. Yeah, just give Devon Shore a new set of cards because I'm sure he's gonna be using them a lot, you know? God's Maybe
1: down. like just a backpack full of board games that Devon Shore can oh, carry around okay. with him. So yeah. all of a sudden he they're playing like I know you boys were playing sequence the other day before the Nation uh, Christmas yes. party. Maybe the boys play sequence, lighten it up on the plane.
5: Devin Shore gets a lot of hate for his on ice ability and it's kind of fair but he's he's just a good guy to have around he, he cheers up the guys uh, I remember last year in the playoffs after they defeated Calgary he was in the room just celebrating with them even though he didn't play a single game
0: Like they they just like Devin Shore I don't get it I, I got another
2: one Go for the it. gifts
0: I'm going to give Ryan Nugent Hopkins a bottle of sunscreen why? because he's going to Florida in February for the all-star Ooh. game folks Thanks. Somebody mentioned to me, I think it might have been someone here, that uh, Stuart Skinner might not actually go as well, do you think? Stuart Skinner is getting to the point where he feels like a lock, and let me explain. Go ahead. Every division has to send two goalies because of the three-on-three thing. You need two of them, right?
1: There's- oh, I didn't think about that, because last night on Better Late Than Never, I was asked, could Stu make the All-Star game? And then I just looked. I forgot about the division thing. Yeah. I just looked at like the goalie stats, and I was like... I get it, but he might not be there yet this year, but I actually like your point here.
0: So Logan Thompson for Vegas is going to go. He's probably the guy. LA, junk. Seattle, junk. Calgary, Markstrom maybe is starting to come on a little bit, but I don't think here Vladar get in over Skinner. Vancouver, Demko's hurt. They're junk. San Jose, both their goalies haven't been that good. Hmm. Anaheim, their goalies haven't been good or healthy.
1: I'd love it if Stu goes.
0: You changed chance, my mind. There's a chance it's McDavid, Drysaddle, Nuge, and Skinner
4: all there at the All Stars. Has game. Nuge been to one before? Or was yeah, that a Young Stars? He's thing? been to one. I think him, Emily, and Hall went like three different years. Yes, they did in a row, but they all yeah. got one each. Hmm.
0: Is that right? I think so. Um, pulling up his hockey, ref yeah, he definitely
2: right one. I think you're right, and then I think he was there for the young stars thing as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, I think he went to
4: both, but mm-hmm. I think. That, they kind of ended the streak of Alice Hemsky being the only order that was ever invited to All-Star Games. Hey, Horkoff went that one year. Skorkoff, yeah. He was never the same that after was that, the, though. He peaked was, at the All-Star game.
5: Is there a year where there wasn't an order in an All-Star Game?
0: Every year, there's a player. There's there's every okay, I thought but there was a 2015, Nuge went to Columbus for the All-Star game. Oh, There was
4: okay. a year, actually, there wasn't because um, Hemsky got hurt and they just replaced him with, like, Patrick Elias or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that was it. Ooh, Patrick was, That's a name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, maybe it wasn't him. I can't remember what it was. Or Either they? way, um, how many players go to the All Star game? Like, for, sorry, not like just like per division.
0: I think that do they
4: not do six forwards and four D men? I don't or three remember. Three D men, six. And I'm four. just trying to think. Like, obviously, the Oilers aren't sending any defensemen to the All Star game. How dare this you? Year. Goalies, yeah, we'll probably lock up one of those. Are they gonna take four forwards from the Oilers? Hyman's
0: not an no. all-star this year.
4: What if he gets the fan vote? What if Nuge, if- McDavid, and Dry all get in on just being good? And then Hyman gets the fan vote.
0: So just to so last year. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Dan.
2: No, no, I was just gonna say, so Liam's saying we have to start a campaign to get Hyman into the all-star game.
4: If Nuge doesn't get in, he's we gotta we gotta move it. Yeah, then Hyman's the one for me that needs to go. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven,
0: eight, nine. So 10 skaters go. Uh, last yeah. year, the Pacific Division just sent nine forwards and one D man. Was it? Hell Glenn yeah. Lawson is it's on that one? Trangelo. Um, oh, but when right, you look at obviously. the way the lineup would probably shape up this year, um, Eichel probably gets in from Vegas this year, first full season. You're going to have a skater from the LA Kings that takes up spot number two. Seattle. Yeah, probably doubt he's an man. Seattle needs to send at least one skater as well. Um, Matty Beneers might be the guy yeah. there. Um, Calgary's got to send a skater as well if they're not going to send a goalie. Um, don't even know he's playing well. Cadre, know.
4: maybe. I don't even know. I don't
0: know. Um, Vancouver, San Jose, and Anaheim each need to send a skater. You're at seven. Zegers on so goal. Yeah, it's yeah, just
4: entertaining.
0: But just from the other seven teams, all need to have someone out of the ten skaters. So that takes up seven of your spots. Nuge, McDavid, dry settle. There's your 10 skaters.
1: I wonder so what Zegris we- is going to try and do this year. Cause I, I agree with you that he's yeah. right. Like I just, the reason I was thinking about him the other day in the all-star game is after that team who Hard a Kanan shoot shootout oh, yeah. goal attempt. And it was just completely ridiculous.
4: I have a take on Zegris. Go for it. Ooh. He is Blake Griffin of the NHL. Oh, he is the Blake Griffin of the NHL. He oh, is pure entertainment. He's going to jump over a car. He's jumping over a car in a shootout. <laughs> um, fantastic. Blake Griffin was great. Really good career. All-star multiple times. One of the best in the league. I think that's just what Zegers will be. He's just going to be the showstopper forever, a, right?
2: But there's a space for that now in oh, hockey. and yeah. And, and that, that kind of player can be protected, whereas... I would agree with you if this was, if we were talking about this in the two thousands or something, cause he's, he was, you know, the old hockey fights fans, they would say that he's going to get his clock clean, but I just don't think that's happening anytime soon. So I think he's pretty sheltered.
4: So how are they doing the fan vote? Is it obviously there's legit players that are getting picked, right? Like the league is going to pick players. Yeah. And then is it like baseball where fans vote for like one player from each division to go? I really. Don't I would remember. assume I
1: don't participate in any of these things. If, if they were smart, you.
4: you would have the fan vote go before everybody
2: else, and then that way you could just say that the McDavid or the the Zegras vote is the one that you picked. You weren't. Hmm. You were forced to pick. What do you mean? Because then that way you're not going to get Oiler fans creating a Zach Hyman campaign for the last guy for in. But cons- I guess they're always they always do that last person in kind of vote. So
4: yeah, who knows? I, I like that though because I think. I think the fan vote for me is just too much. Uh, there's some guys are just deserve to be an all star.
1: Yeah. When there's also just like you can vote thirty eight thousand times yeah. from one IP address, and you're like, okay. i just want to confirm. Sheldon certainly but- but- went for the Oilers in two thousand nine. Oh yeah, big sexy. I think. Shout out to him.
2: I think if I think if they were gonna if they're gonna have a last person in, then they'll probably just leave Nuge off of the ballot, like off the original thing, and then make us vote him in. Damn it! He, he should just
1: right. go. Like he deserves to go.
2: I agree with you, Bag Milk, but I think if they're, I think if they're thinking about this, they probably don't want four Oilers there, so they would probably risk not having three to force us to make them vote.
4: I don't think Skinner goes. which sounds crazy because he deserves to go, but I feel like it's going to be way easier for them to be like, "Oh, we'll take yeah. James Reimer," rather than like <laughs> missing no him yeah, I He's, guess. Ninth, I ju- he's I eighth 100%. in scoring. I just meant in general of no. like one of the bottom teams is probably just going to get a goalie to go.
0: But that's my point is San Jose is going to send, going to get Carlson there. And then the yeah, Ducks are true. just going to send Zegras and not a goalie. What so. if they
4: send Gibson? Demko. Gibson's been hurt all year. Demko's hurt also. Oh, well. Is he, we'll he
2: going to be out for the
4: All-Star I just said game? <laughs> all this. When is the I know, All-Star game? I'm just game. trying to think like, when is it? Yeah. Um, is February? It's in February. Typically, yeah.
1: So maybe Demko might actually be healthy to Dan's point by then. Yeah. And then Vancouver just sends Demko. I feel
4: Pettersson. like that's what's going to happen. I mean, who else
5: is... Who are the, else are they going to sell?
1: Pedersen? Pedersen, probably. Yeah. yeah. Five he had
5: Pettersson. his flu
1: game in the middle of December. Speaking of Pedersen, we played him tonight, so...
4: Yeah. five. What is it you said? I know this nation every day is. Five points in his last five games. <laughs> wow. They were all last night. They were all last night. It's also very
1: funny, too, where... We're so spoiled with Connor and Leon where if a guy has five points in five games, but that, that's pretty good oh. clip. I know uh, they all came in one game, but like my point five is points in
0: his last five, heading into last night. So 10 in his last five, I was oh, wrong. Oh,
1: oh so That's set more, me up for failure. That's really yeah. good. That was very, good. <laughs> I, you know
0: what? That's on me.
1: Well, that was like my point where I was going to be like a point a game. We just kind of like poo poo it these days. Cause we've got guys that are basically running at a two point per game
4: clip. We do take them for granted. Mm-hmm. We do.
1: This is my annual Christmas reminder to appreciate what Connor and Leon are doing. All right, I want to hear from you. Owen Radio podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Hit us up if you are getting Santa to give the others a Christmas present. What would it be? What would it be? Let us know. I want to. I want to know. Uh, changing gears a little bit before we talk some more hockey. I want to talk about the nation Christmas party real quick, just because Waz is in here. Hey, how's it going? And the chaos that you caused. <laughs> At the gift exchange, yes, you weren't even a participant, really. No, no, You not were really. a proxy. Yeah. yeah. First of all, why didn't you buy a gift for the gift exchange?
5: Uh, I didn't know what to get. <laughs> I was very confused. I just—it I, was my first time really doing one of these things, and I just didn't know what to it get. Was. It was like a thirty-dollar limit, how many, and I, I thought I did my part well. So. How many times did you
2: ask me how that gift exchange worked? About three times. Yes. But I just, just, just so, just so the people know, like I did try. I did <laughs> yes, try. Yes. <laughs> I worked so anyway. I worked my hardest. We didn't get there, but you've seen it. Now you know. Yes. But you know know. I'm more we'll of great.
5: a visual hands-on learner, so but to the
0: chaos. I j- <laughs> I just don't understand where the confusion came from.
4: That's what I also yeah, I like. Like spend
0: $30 on a gift. You go yeah, a two-six yeah, of something yeah, and yeah, been I, done. Know. I, know. I know.
4: I know. I walked <laughs> into Walmart, saw they had those <laughs> slipper massage heaters. That was $27. And I thought, oh, perfect. That'd be great for a yeah. gift exchange. Yeah. yeah, So that's what I did. That's all you got what? to do was. They
2: literally price that stuff for gift exchanges. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Normally <laughs> I buy something really ridiculous, Waz. This year I bought the the penguin onesie was mine this year. But the last time I think Dan got this thing that you put around your toilet so you can go fishing while you're pooping.
2: Toilet bowl like fishing. That. Yes.
1: So, you know, you don't really have to put a lot of thought into it, my guy. But the good news is that Waz acted as a proxy during the gift exchange and caused all kinds of shenanigans because he stole a gift from Jay, who is all of our bosses, that n- no 20-year-old would probably want, who is Spencer who is not here. He he does a bunch of the social posts for us. So Waz robbed Jay of a gift, chaos ensued, and we all had a good hearty chuckle about it.
2: There was like there was like a good Probably like three minutes of conversation after that, though, as to whether chaos should ensue. Mm -hmm. And then we all agreed chaos should ensue. And I think there was only one gift at the end of it that wasn't transacted at the end of the game. So was well, I was very close to not selecting
5: that uh, wine opener. I was going for the the little present on the table. Oh, maybe maybe I'll go for something. Uh, cause a little chaos, and I went for Jay's little gift.
1: So. For a guy who yeah. did not participate in the gift exchange, you really made it come alive at the end, <laughs> my friend, and I want to give you some props for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to our friends at Soho just for putting on a good show for us that night. Mm-hmm. Pizza was fantastic. Uh, the mood was great, albeit our, our six-leg parlay that we put in with our friends at Betway just <sighs> didn't quite come through for us. We missed two legs.
4: Well, one of them was more forgivable than the other. Yes. <laughs> My pizza ended up on the floor, and that's all I'll say about that. Yes, it did. The um the pizza was mind blowing. It was. It was, it was fantastic. very good. It fantastic. Me, truly blew me away when they came to our table and they asked us to move stuff around so the pizza could fit yes. on the table and then
1: I yeah, actually I wish just... I took a picture of your face, Liam, because you were just overjoyed with
4: pizza <laughs> happiness. Yeah. I love pizza. I Here's... ate so much food, I had to leave. Yeah. I was so full. Here's a question how do you How do you eat the pizza there? What's what's fold. your method? Uh, fold, fold and support.
1: It? Yeah, okay.
5: Fold and then I just put it in my mouth. Yeah, okay.
1: I fold yeah. and support.
5: I kind of eat like a sandwich almost. A little bit. They're, they're a little floppy.
1: You can roll but it, it so into a good. fruit roll up if you a like. A sandwich.
4: Like that. Like folding, eat like a sandwich? Oh, sorry. I thought oh, you were like from folding the your sandwiches in half. I feel, I feel like I well, don't need that much support. Mm-hmm. We've completely sandwich. lost Tyler here.
0: Yeah, that's it. okay. <laughs> He's just
1: answering emails.
0: The Blue Jays just made like one of the biggest trades ever. What is it? Oh, uh, they, so they got Dalton Varsho from the Diamondbacks. Position? Outfielder. Okay. Legit. Had a war last year of 4.9. Only one Blue Jay had a better war than that. What is a year? war? Sorry. Wins above replacement. Okay. So he contributed to 4.9 wins last year. Wow. Only Manoa was better on the Jays roster. They traded Gabby Moreno, number one catching prospect. The catcher. They
1: oh, that's prospect.
0: And Lourdes Gurriel Jr. And I'm so sad. Lourdes? Oh, this sucks.
4: Oh, I love it. That his seems hand. very big. That's Huge. a big trade. Wow. Their
0: number one prospect and like fan favorite key part.
4: What's, so, what is, that, is your what is first
1: it? first thoughts reaction then?
0: I'm so sad they traded. This would be like if the Oilers traded. Oh boy, I don't even know Nuge. who, but it, it's all not quite Nuge, but like almost Nuge. Yeah, it'd be like Liam, if the Oilers traded Nuge. Liam, what is this in soccer words?
4: I I have no. I don't know any of those players. Oh, okay, never mind. And, I'm surprised they traded um,
1: the catching I, prospect.
0: Like, but so like, I thought it was just going to be Mourinho for Varcho, oh. Varcho. And I was like, shit, that's a good deal. Like he's w- the best defensive outfielder in baseball. Is, is the so,
4: war- sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, so was there an issue with the Jays outfield this season? Because now they've traded Teoscar. Hernandez, right? Yep. And Gurriel. So now the only outfielder left is Springer. So is, sorry, you said the guy they got is an yeah. outfielder. So that'll yeah. obviously replace one. So who's the third? It's great. They don't have Randall Gritchick anymore. No, they? no, no.
0: They traded him a while ago. It's, uh, yeah, they're outfield next oh, yeah, year. will yeah, Is
1: Bradley still around so that our friend uh, Bearded Brad's good jersey Lord, no. will still stay relevant?
0: <sighs> Anyways, you can go back to hockey. the kids.
5: Tyler really in his feelings right now. war thing in hockey as well? W. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's
0: yeah. war. It's just not as valid. It's not wow. as accurate as okay, baseball. Okay, Thank you.
4: I never knew what that meant war. What is it good for?
5: What Absolutely is it good? Nothing.
4: There you go. We there did it. Go. We
1: did it, Liam. Thank you. <laughs> All
5: right. There's a guy in there, our TikTok comment section would always bring up nurses war to me. He's like, his war sucks. from the last year. I'm like, I, I
4: don't care. It was, um, <laughs> I promise this will be my last nono of this topic until the end. Okay. Boys meets world. Have you ever seen the clip where they're doing karaoke and they sing war? Mm -mm. If you haven't seen it, look it up at home. It is so funny. I can't remember what the main character's Corey's, like, his real name is something. Stevens, I think. We'll just call him Corey. Yeah, Corey. uh, It's very funny. Go check that out. Go check out um, Boy Meets World.
1: (laughs) You can find a DVD box set or something somewhere.
4: It's on Disney Plus. Oh, there you go. Or YouTube, where you can watch Oilers Nation every day, Monday to Friday, and on game days, but not next
5: week. Yeah, they brought back a spinoff for that show. Of Oilers Nation school. every yes. day? Well, well I yeah. mean <laughs> Well, we got a few different ones this coming, right? So
1: all right, let's get back to a little bit yeah. of Oilers talk. Tyler's and his feelings in the corner, Jay's trade. Go check out BlueJaysNation.com. They'll have all the coverage and breakdown there. Uh, the next thing I want to talk about, the Oilers are playing the Canucks tonight. It is their last game before the Christmas break. Um, new lines, kind of because Ryan McLeod is back from having an ankle injury. Missed him. He hasn't played since that game against the New York Rangers. So today we've got Hyman McDavid pooley Fogel Dry drysaddle Yamo, janmark nuge Costin, holloway Holloway-McLeod-Ryan as your forward group. Liam, what do you think of that?
4: I love it. I think it's awesome. I think I, I've been kind of on like this, the, put the spine down the middle yeah. for a while now. And it just makes them look so much better. So much better and so much more dangerous. Like that fourth line to me, is just as good as a third line. Like, maybe you want a bit of an upgrade on Derek Ryan, but also, like, Derek Ryan hey. knows how to put the puck in the net. Like, yep. he can play. he four goals this year. Yeah, and what is it now? I think it's, like, seven years in a row. He's had 10 or more goals in the yeah, league. he's a solid player. He's a good player. He's just not
1: a good centerman anymore. No, no, oh, no. Okay. No, like, oh. he, he can't. He can take
4: the draws, but then he just moves over. Yeah. trick against Florida four last. But, um, yeah, like, it's a really it's a great luck for the team right now, and we were talking about it today on the other show that – even without Evander Kane, it looks pretty dangerous still. And when you put Evander Kane in, it just kind of slots that whole left side down a little bit. And then you can kind of decide what you want to do with Holloway at that point. But what well, is going to be dangerous? Like every line you look out there for me is probably better than the line they're competing against, if that makes sense.
1: And the thing I just really like is that they gave dry on McDavid their run. You're like, all right, they had whatever that was, five, six, seven games together. The team's better when they're apart. Yep. We saw it against Dallas, which arguably I thought was one of the other's best performances in quite some time. And that was like Liam said, having the three stacked up on top of each other. Because no matter what Vancouver throws at them tonight, they're not going to have an easy time.
4: No, not at all. Like, what was that left winger da- uh, Vancouver have? Joshua? Is that his name?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Dakota, Dakota Joshua. Joshua. Dakota
4: Joshua. Like, isn't, is that the guy that um, Jack Campbell hit in game one? Ooh. Might have been. That was big. Hopefully we can see that tonight from Skinner or Campbell coming off the bench and boom. The yeah. Pump. Lay him out. Yeah. But um, toss a bow out there. Maybe. Yeah. But <laughs>
2: Please overall, don't have Campbell like, have to come off the bench.
1: <laughs> yeah. We hope that Campbell doesn't have to come off yeah, unless brown. he does a, uh, like a John Scott situation, you know,
4: there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Look.
1: Just jumps in there. May or I well. guess who was the other guy on the, I don't remember what that guy's name even was. The others tried to sign him. What was that guy's name? Tyler, help me. Ryan Reeves. no, The guy who signed the big ticket in Toronto played half a year.
4: David Clarkson. David Clarkson. Oh Oh, Jesus! Oh boy, that'd have been nice. But overall, it is looking dangerous.
2: Dan, what do you think about the line combos? Yeah, I mean, you guys have hit on it. It's just it it feels like this lineup is able to exhale a little bit and uh, go back to what we should be doing, which is is clicking on all cylinders and having the next line come out, be able to create just as much chance as the next or the one that was before it. So, yeah, this team, this team feels better when we have the the centerman. I like that line from Liam, the spine up the middle. That's uh, that's a good that's a good, good team for us.
1: Tyler, you've been asking for those two to be split up for a while. You got to be thrilled with this. At least yeah, two games in a row now.
0: Yeah. Like I was happy last game when I saw they were split up. I just think you make like, those two guys are so impactful on their own. Mm-hmm. And I think it's almost like one of those things where when you play them together in short spurts, dynamite, right? It's like your favorite dessert. You get it every once in a while and you're like, oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. But if you were to eat it for every meal every day for a week, by the end of it, you'd be like, oh, this sucks now. And I never want to touch it again. And the analogy I'm making is McDavid and Drysdale, do they make each other a little bit better? Yeah. And I think if you throw them out there for the final five minutes of a game when you're down by one, it's great. Power Power play, awesome. Yeah. After a PK, sure. But when you play them together, shift after shift, I think you hurt your long-term ability to build up a sustainable forward group that can win long stretches of games, right? You need multiple lines going. There's some nights McDavid's having a night off. It rarely happens, but it happens. There's nights when dry sidles off. When you split them up, you just need one of them rolling to take over that hockey game. I like splitting them up.
4: I think just to piggyback off that too, like you said, like those guys coming out and like right after a penalty kill, for example, like that causes the other team to go into like a little bit of chaos because yeah. now they have to think like, okay, well who are we putting out against them? I'm like, it just, you're not expected it all the time where, like you said, like you can almost game plan against just playing against that top line. And obviously two of the best players in the league, like they're hard to game plan against, but you know, the others can make it a little bit more difficult by just not playing them together all the time.
1: If you're looking for some plans, Liam, might I suggest you check out our friends at, Tourism Jasper, they've got some great deals in Jasper this weekend, including... Half price lift tickets with the Marmot escape card. The best deal in the Canadian Rockies is back for 2022. What's left anyway. And 2023 save 50% off regular price adult, senior student youth lift tickets every day, all season with no blackout dates. That also gives you up to 50% off lift tickets at partner ski areas and up to 30% off your accommodation in Jasper. Check it out. We're also going to be down in Jasper at the end of January for the pond hockey tournament. Sign up for a team. The, uh, Sign up. It's a great weekend out at the JPL. It's beautiful, the Jasper Park Lodge. We went last year. Can't wait to go again this year.
4: JPL. There is nowhere else like it. It's fantastic. It's Unbelievable beautiful. It's spot. It's like a whole new world over there. It is. To be honest. Lovely. I love it. It is lovely. So check out all the deals
1: they've got going on at Jasper.travel. Um, One thing I want to talk about here before we get to a preview of tonight's game is Jack Campbell. Tyler, you pointed this out on others nation every day working with some new pads. No stone being left unturned for our guy soup as he looks to get his game back.
0: Yeah, um, he came out today wearing some gear and a couple of people had good analysis on that, which I can pass along. The first is an account called Oil in Goal, who said uh, Campbell is testing a full set of Brian's genetic equipment, genetic spelled G- N-E-T-I-K. Pretty cool. Uh, this is a significant change with the <laughs> Brian's gear cool. being a lot stiffer, which should help kick rebounds further from the net. Gregor followed it up and said, Kevin Woodley mentioned this a few times. Campbell was one of the few goalies, maybe the only one who was using what they describe or call soft pads. Interesting stuff.
4: I wonder why he was using those soft pads. I wonder what like I thought he was getting to like, wearing nose over everybody else because you feel like if creature comfort yeah that's what i think too just goalies yeah. are weirdos but like if every other goalie in the league is wearing hard pads like how is no like maybe they haven't he's just be differently to dare to be different
0: i think it maybe help helped with his mobility and stuff right he plays yeah, like a small goalie so you need to make up for it with quickness so you use lighter softer um, pads and you move better yeah.
1: which is interesting because he's not a small dude we're not talking about darren Pang here we're talking 3, about yeah. a guy who's six three
5: Um, I posted uh, that tweet on Instagram. We got an interesting comment from uh, Andy Rue, and he says, Very interesting. Campbell's always had a tough time with stiffer equipment. That was mainly the reason he had a bit of a downfall early in Dallas. Once he got to L.A., they went back with the softer, flexible materials he had success with. Brian's is a very good, happy medium, I find, as I use them, and they're my favorite. A good balance between rigidity and flexibility, especially for someone who's used uh, a more flexible pad. Hope he finds success learning to use
1: them. There you go. Soup, no stone left unturned. Dan, your thoughts.
2: Hey, we, you know, it was something that people on this very podcast have been asking for. Uh, seeing him with his equipment and making him, you know, he 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 makes himself smaller. I would love to hear Rick's excitement about it. Uh, he's not on the pod of today, of course. But uh, yeah, that's that's been something that we've been asking for for a while. So I do really hope that it is something that kind of unlocks a new Jack Campbell. How exciting would that be going into the new year? And we've got a brand new Jack Campbell fighting back against Skinner for the starting job.
1: And as a programming note, we kicked Rick off the podcast because he praised the Oilers after the loss to Anaheim
2: yeah we couldn't stand we couldn't have the oilers nation radio
0: department of podcast safety suspends rick one podcast for his comments on the anaheim game
2: yep Yep. wow more analysis from tyler there than we've gotten from the entire department of player safety this year
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's tough but fair
2: yeah
4: it's tough but fair It's fair to be tough.
1: All right, I want to look ahead tonight at the game against Vancouver. This is the last game against, or last game before the Christmas break. I mean, it's a short break for the boys. They play tonight. It's the 23rd. They're back at it on the 27th against the Flames. Is anybody nervous about tonight's game? Just because this is the one where guys tend to look at the flight going home rather than what's getting done on the ice.
4: I mean. The Oilers have made me nervous every single game this season. Yeah, that's fair. You it. know what? That's fair. But I don't know, like Friday night, Roger's place. The kids are in town. <laughs> Bring on the Canucks. I think they'll do fine tonight. It is it is worrying some of the stats we read off on the other show, too. I was like, what's her name? Chris D'Elia. Is that his name? Or is that the comedian?
0: That's the you're thinking of Colin. Dalia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chris Dalia's
4: is the comedian. Yeah. The comedian. Yeah. Colin Dalia, second start of the season. Vancouver have been absolutely leaking goals, allowed five goals in three straight games. Everything seems to be going wrong for this team. I know they won yesterday, but like the odds are just stacked against them. That's the worrying part is what Oilers are going to show up. I think it's a lot different than what it was going into the Anaheim game because they just had like a bit of an awkward loss where they should have won that game, right? You have the goal disallowed for offside, the nurse blunder, and then you're losing a shootout and then to go and play Anaheim. Like kind of felt like everything was just going wrong for them in those two games. But now you have that big win on Wednesday. Huge win. A bit more spark in a team like McLeod's back. Like I think they'll be okay tonight.
1: If they play like they did on Wednesday against Dallas, they're going to be fine. Was any worries? In the last game, leading into the break,
5: um, just a little bit because of how inconsistent the Oilers have been as of late. So it's not really not anything to do with the Christmas break coming. I'm just hoping they can just be a little more consistent going from the win against Dallas into this game against Vancouver, especially with the lines changed a bit. Like I, I just hope for a consistent, complete
0: performance. That's so I hope that's I don't know if that's a lot to ask for. Ty. So my take on it today, because I was asked about this when I was doing a radio hit, was like, you know, why do they play down? And I kind of said, is it fair to describe the Oilers as a reactionary team? Yes. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They they wade their way into games. They feel out the other team a little bit. And then it's almost feels like on nights they'll go, okay, does this team want to play run and gun? Because we'll play run and gun if they want to. Or does this team want to just slow it down and just play like dump and chase kind of hockey? Because we'll do that too. And it just feels like they are they go into a game being like, well, we don't know how we're going to play tonight. We'll just see how those guys bring it, and we'll just try to match it. And if they figure out that, hey, no, if we happen to the other team and don't let them happen to us, that's an old line. One of my coaches in minor hockey would say, if you come out there and you're like, we are going to force our style of play. We are going to hit you with our quick speed transition hockey running gun guy. We're gonna win more games than we lose. And once they figure that out, I think it'll unlock a new level. Until then, games like tonight against Vancouver are going to continue and continue and continue to make me nervous.
1: I think that another part of it is they got to beat Delia early. Oh, like yeah. if it goes on where he makes it through a period or so and the game like the game's still scoreless, maybe. That's when I think that they start to get in their own head a little bit. And I would just rather like I've got a bet tonight mm-hmm. through Betway, plus 725 for the others to win all three periods. Why not? Like I need them to do that. Not just for me to win some money. Of course I want some money, Who but just like you said, they need to dick. Don't let Vancouver even try to dictate the play. Yeah, mm-hmm. Take it. Dan, what are your thoughts? Last game for the Christmas break.
2: Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I'm still kind of with Liam. I think you'd be crazy not to be, uh, a little bit concerned that this is, uh, that this is the way it's going uh, the way that this team starts, but uh, you hope that a McLeod return can fire them up and that they're getting excited for the second half where, you know, we've got, you've got a bunch of, or not a bunch of, but you've got a few teams that you expect it to be higher up than they are. Uh, like the Colorado Avalanche and the Calgary Flames, for instance, uh, which are kind of sitting in the same spot that the Oilers are. And so there's an opportunity for a lot of teams to make a move. And I think Edmonton is going to be one of those teams, and you're going to see it at some point. Hopefully, this is a game where they can just continue to build off of what they did against Dallas.
1: And if I'm not mistaken, a win tonight would put them in a tie with Seattle, though Seattle does have games in hand. Yes, it does. So that would put them into third place instead of a wild card spot. Why not go into the Christmas break? Moving up in the standings. Come on. Aren't they also tied in points with Colorado? Yes, but i am talking about the Pacific. I know. I'm just just
5: saying like everyone's saying how like crap the Oilers are and how can they consist they're tied in points with Colorado. It's not not terrible.
0: Yeah, but the context there is Colorado has been missing their best player for like a month there.
1: Always been without Kane, to be fair. He's not Nathan McKinnon. That's not. That is true. (laughs) That is true. Fine, Tyler. Always poo-pooing my parade, as they say. Always poo-pooing, but I'm just... I do win that it's out there. Poo-pooing. It's an important part of that. pupu Number. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to talk about a couple. Oh, just real quick. Score prediction. What you got, Wasp? Uh, I'll go. I'll go four, two Oilers. How dare you? Four, two win for me, Liam. Seven, three Oilers. Oh, I like you.
2: it. Uh, six, two Oilers. Dan? Six, five Canucks in overtime. Dan. Oh, Dan. Wow. Why? Hey, every time I pick the Oilers to lose, they win. So we got to stick to the method. You guys can yell at me every time. We'll keep this stick going. It's good. It's you good, know, Dan. I like that you're different. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, stick. I'm just, that's, that's so what my, that's what all of my family and all of my friends say, too. I'm
1: not mad at you, Dan. I'm just disappointed.
2: Yeah. You that, know, brings a little different flavor. Are you
1: thrilled? I'm not. Today is December 23rd as we're recording. And if you're a Seinfeld fan, we had this on in the office the other day. It is Festivus. It is the time to air our grievances and our feats of strength, just like we do in Hot Performers. We're going to just go through this real quick. We're going to start off with our veggies. Tyler, if you're going to air out one grievance on Festivus, what is the biggest annoyance for you over the last calendar year?
0: Yeah, I got a couple here and they're both related to being at an Oilers game because you got my brain thinking this on Oilers Nation every day, big milk. Mm-hmm. One, people who get up out of their seats to like go to the concession of the bathroom in the middle of play. Have you never been <laughs> anywhere in your life? Why would you think that's an okay thing to do? Mind blowing. And anyone who yells shoot while the Oilers are on the power play, um, you know, you are sitting in the stands.
1: Maybe they the, should though.
0: You're sitting in the stands, having a beer, having your popcorn. I, I'm going to go with the two heart trophy winners on the ice. And I'm just going to say, nah, I think I trust them on this one. I think they got it. Power play is pretty good.
1: Have you ever considered that you see something they don't? I know I do, <laughs> but I don't think others in the stands do. <laughs>
4: uh, Liam, air Grievance out for us for Festivus. What do you got? I am staying with what I said on the other show. The wave. Enough I'm, is enough. How dare you? It's a tra- Stop the wave. It's a tradition. For who? Not me. The hockey fans. I what? love the wave. I don't I'm know. I'm pretty it? sure it's just an Oilers thing it's right It's just now. an Oilers thing. I don't know. It's I love the wave. The thing. It sucks. We did right it
1: at enough. a Jays game I, I in August. Know. I'm done with the I think the wave. it's a culture thing. You got to keep it around. Nah, I disagree with that. It happens better. in
0: Elks games, right?
1: I don't know. Yeah, eight people there. Oh, <laughs> shots
4: fired at the
0: No, that's a shot on the organization to figure out their shit. I want to love the Elks.
4: I love going to the Elks. I just never go. Oh, yeah, the wave <laughs> was what he got was an arrow to grievance for us.
5: Um, I'll go. I mean, I know from the soccer world, but I'm going to bring up uh, Cristiano Ronaldo fans because I don't think they're very smart when they think he's the greatest of all time.
4: Isn't this an Oilers?
5: Yes, I know. But I just bring up a random thing. Uh, Ronaldo fans.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah, no, 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 uh, OK, bonus grievance was was that was the one Dan. What do you got? Arrow to grievance for us.
2: Well, my first grievance is going to be for Liam and all the people that complain about the wave. Like, <laughs> why are we upset about the fans doing something and having some fun while the game is going on? Who cares?
4: Because it was 2-1 to the Anaheim Ducks and people were doing the <laughs> and, wave, Dan.
2: And then we fought back, Liam. And am still lost. on the power of You're the right. wave. You're getting into Rick Terror What? You're getting into Rick Terror. What I here.
1: will say for Liam, though, is I appreciate... A wave that is appropriate given sure. the result on the board i will sure. give
4: them that but i have been to too many games where i've seen the wave done when it's like two two middle of the second or How am i don't mind no i'm not with it i think the oilers have to be confident comfortably in a lead and then you can have a little bit of fun but until then focus on the game Stop enjoy day, your popcorn sing let's go oilers every now and then if you see the t-shirt toss, stand up, grab a t-shirt. I got two at the Anaheim game. Not to brag, but I wow, went, wow, t-shirt no, rich. I gave one to the, huh. the little boy next to me. Good man. And then Good for you. And then my dad got the other one. And why would we want it? So he just threw it back up in the air. And you know, sometimes <laughs> they
0: put gift cards in the shirt.
4: I know. I heard about that after. So, I told him. <laughs> Stick your finger so yeah, in there. I might have lost out on a gift card there, but I,
5: this is what it is. I, I actually have an Oilers related grievance. Okay, well. Go so ahead. It kind of goes back to last week. Something was annoying me on uh, Oilers Twitter. And it was people who wanted Jay Woodcroft fired all of a sudden. Yes, that I'm like, make that's sense. a bit reactionary. I know the Oilers haven't been perfect this year. He hasn't been perfect, but I don't think we need a coaching change. It's not going to happen. So, and it was kind of particularly involved because of how, yes, employee RV is playing. So it's like, no, we, we should not fire Jay Woodcroft because certain players are not performing. Uh, yeah, that's just I, I like Jay Woodcroft a lot. I think he's not been perfect this year, but I I, I don't know. I think he's the right coach for us.
1: One thing so. that does annoy me actually is and I don't this isn't just an Oilers fan specific thing. Mm-hmm. It's when you really love player X. So to show your love for player X, you have to shit on player Y and talk about yeah. how player Y sucks. Pully RV Yamamoto.
4: Exactly. Take just look what I do with Devin's score. We're gonna ride the waves that's <laughs> all so you gotta do with these other guys I, I don't think the waves. If, if riding the you, you're calling it riding the wave Liam
0: if that's the I'm calling it you're laying face down at the bottom of an empty swimming pool
4: whatever it is well, em- at least you're not
1: back. dead if it's an empty swimming what
4: pool he scored he was Buffalo he's last consistent year? I not tell you I mean, what can tell you mm-hmm. I can tell you a couple of times he almost scored I, and missed. Yeah. but hey good in the room though
1: since we're celebrating festivus you nice. can't air your grievances without a couple of feats of strength Dan what do you got a feat of strength from the last 12 months
2: oh uh well I mean for just for me personally the the Marcus Fellino, Ryan Reeves fight is one of my favorite fights. If you want to go check that out on hockeyfights.com. fights.com. Uh, that was an amazing fit of uh, feat of strength. And now of course they are teammates. So it adds an element of, uh, of excitement and intrigue there. Uh, but feats of strength. Oh man. Um, how much, how, like, how about Darnell nurse and all of the, all the criticism he's had to weather. And at the end of the day, He's still just our first overall, our first defenseman. He's our number one guy, and he's going to be the horse that takes us through the rest. So I would say Darnell Nurse for overtaking and taking on all this overwhelming criticism.
1: Waz, well, what do you got?
5: Uh, I'm going to go back to the playoffs, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give uh, a lot of love to all the Orthis fans during that playoff run not just like in in the Moss Pit, um, just in general, the city was buzzing through between May and June. It was it was electric. It felt like time stopped for a bit. I know we got swept in the third round, but it was just a very enjoyable time. And just yesterday, I was I'm putting up putting together like a year end TikTok little montage of things that happened, and I was just getting a little emotional looking at the back of like how fun that playoff run was that like patch between April to June. It was just a good time throughout the city. You know, I think it was after uh, an Oilers win against it's Calgary. And you're just walking through downtown and everyone's honking. Everyone's just having a good time. It was just that energy, that, that space of time we, we had. And like, yeah, between May and June, it was just, it was a good, good time to be in the city of Edmonton.
1: I had uh the weather's playoff run on my feats of strength from my article today at weather's It's just, man, what a ride that was. Yeah. I think about, and every now and then I pull it up the, uh, the Connor OT winner against Calgary just to hear the call again It's just, it's the best. It's the best. We had so much fun. Liam, feats of strength from the last 12 months.
4: Feats of strength. So that means like something good, right? Something fun, enjoyable. I'll just, you know, my favorite sports moment ever was game seven. So that would just be mine. The whole thing of just being at the game, honestly, like, the build-up for myself and the ride of actually like trying to get tickets. So I went from, it was quite free, the uh, free tickets to like $1,600 tickets. Like wow. it kind of went, wow. I don't know that you've ever
1: the said place. the number
4: before. Yeah, it was probably, maybe it wasn't quite that high. I can't even remember. It was definitely <laughs> wow. not free and, <laughs> and then being there and then just like, the whole thing like my dad, like grabbing the guy next to him and I'm pretty sure he didn't want to jump around and dance, but my dad like made him jump around and dance with him after me. If you're McDavid not going to dance scored. then,
1: then when are you going to
4: dance? And then just like the last five minutes after McDavid scored while like the whole arena was just, the energy awesome. was crazy. Again, goosebumps thinking yeah, about it. Yeah. And then walking down the street to grab some drinks after and everyone was just so pumped. Yeah. So yeah, just that whole day. Whatever day that was, it was awesome. I just
5: want to go on top of that real quick. It's also like how outside the Hall of Fame room, which is an absolute riot after a huge win in the playoffs, like everyone was just having a good time. People were singing, people were chanting. It was just, I don't know, it's something like you can only experience like almost like feels like once in a lifetime, but it was just, yeah.
1: Or until nope. this coming May was. Hopefully, yes. Yeah, I hope
3: Let's it's go. not once Let's, in a do, it again. Let's do it again. Honorary
1: shout out to that dude. Y'all, you all seen the video that climbed up on that sign and then puked fireball everywhere.
4: Have you only seen, see that God, in the playoffs. God. They now have the the triangle thing on top of the that sign. Now it's not a flat surface. <laughs> oh, <all>.
1: wow. Okay. <laughs> you think that'll start. I met
4: this. a lot of friends yeah. in that
0: little crowd. It was a good time.
4: Tally Remchuk. Feats of strength.
0: Uh I hit a 14 to 1 parlay earlier this year. Ooh, nice. Um, so that's pretty uh, that very strong impressive.
4: of me. Yep. Pumping your own tires. Yeah, I like I've it. got a big one coming tonight, too. Mm. Hey, why not?
0: Why not? What is that one? 550 to one spicy getting dangerous on a Friday.
1: Any Oilers related feats of strength from you?
0: Yeah, that parlay was an Oilers parlay. Um, so there's that. Uh, I don't, (laughs) Uh I don't really have anything else. Honestly. Um, like Connor McDavid doing his own stuff is like the ultimate hockey feat of
2: strength. What do you have now? I was going to say that the Oilers have been doing a really good job with the uh the pregame stuff like uh, the Ben Stelter yeah. memorial, the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame Ring of Honor, um the Indigenous Night and then that Next Gen Night that mm-hmm. happened with the, uh, the on, during the Ducks game. So the Oilers' in-house uh production staff definitely gets one from me.
4: I uh I mentioned that to do today, Dan too, on Oilers Nation every day. Just to, uh, like the the in game stuff, the Oilers now do oh, is way better. And I specifically brought up the next gen where they did like the holiday thing with Hunter, and also yes. the the next gen announcer. I wish I could remember his name who announced the Danny Danny McCracken. I think it was absolutely amazing job whatever his name was he did an awesome job power
3: play yeah, that was so
4: funny just as like the game went on this kid just gained him more and more confidence and then yeah like all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden he's like oh there's a power play in the third like everyone's trying to get hyped he's him like, power play and then just, the like, best the like, best moment so was awesome.
2: uh and it i i hope it got caught by a camera but was when they were announcing that he was announcing the goal and he went through the goal scorers and then he went through the the reverb of you know scored by nurse, assisted by, and then he said the time and he goes, oh, wait, no, yeah. And then, yeah. And, then the, and then he cuts the microphone off, but it was just
4: so good. Just such a good little moment to have that in the arena. There was also the, um, the kid too, did, he was, I guess he was on the radio with, um, I think it was Cam and Bob Cam it would have been that Bob, day. Yeah. And they put him on the camera and he just stared at the camera until they turned it off. And right <laughs> at the end, like they were all in like his, his suit and everything, he looked very good. And then right at the end, he just put up a thumb and just, it was so funny, just like on the screen, just <laughs> stared at it, pan face, <laughs> and then just. Sometimes you just up. need to, you know.
1: Yeah. It's good thumbs up. What yeah. else do you need?
5: Just add a little on to the top of that, the Oilers digital team also doing that separated birth thing that they've been doing all year. Just because it goes viral on social media, but at the same time, it's just a fun thing to like, everybody loves it at all these games. Everybody's paying attention to the Jumbotron. And it's just, it's such a good idea. And it's impressive to like, whoever like finds the people
0: like that are separated birth or the lookalikes, like that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Oh, airing a grievance. Bring back the kiss cam. It's nonsense. No.
4: I the to kiss what? the cam the game. Dan, kiss you say no? Dead.
2: Kiss cam's dead.
4: Why? why we're done
2: with it i don't know like i think i think all the all the sticky stuff that we've done in the last few years especially at nba arenas with the fake proposals and oh the, yeah those are the, dumb, but but it's all but they all do it around that kiss cam and it i just uh, i don't know i'd like I'm to see them spice it,
1: up the kiss cam by putting two strangers up there yeah get, let's get to know your neighbors a little bit yeah what better way than a smooch a friendly smooch
0: i just think i like the look-alike thing it's just funny when you see people who like really ham it up something yeah. you know the guy like throws his it's just funny i like it and instead but now they still try to force it They're like it's time for the fan cam and it's oh, like every yeah. whistle there's a fan cam what yeah i'm over the f- fan cam it's dumb yeah. well
1: when i was a little kid at Rexall place they used to have like instead of just fan camming they used to have highlights mixed in with like movie clips and just it was way more fun than just showing random people who are not expecting to be on the jumbotron on the jumbotron
0: the oil kings do this funny bit where during the intermissions they play they film people eating throughout the game and then they play it reverse (laughs) it's so fucking funny so
4: one time i went to a an anaheim ducks game when I was at Disneyland, it was Anaheim versus the Islanders. And I kid you not, there was this guy in the stands. He was like on his own. It was, there was obviously no one there because it's Anaheim and the Islanders. And there's so much buildup was just reading the newspaper and they just put him on the jumbotron <laughs> and they just left him on. And he was like during the intermission. And then he like gradually like went into the game. He never noticed. It took him forever to get realized. Well, I then you'll appreciate this. everything is wrestling. Yeah.
1: Once upon a time when the Edmonton Roadrunners were here during one of the lockouts, I went to a game with my old man. I thought it was boring and I fell asleep. So they had me sleeping on the Jumbotron for probably a good 10, 15 seconds. A
0: team led by Rocky Thompson didn't uh, peak (laughs) your interest. It
1: wasn't really inspiring me in that moment.
4: That was the only time. That was the only face reveal.
1: Yep. If you were there, if you know, you know. Uh, just to wrap it up, my feet of strength has to be, I'm on brand, baby, always. 753 games with the Edmonton Oilers season, his 12th season. He is the longest serving Edmonton Oilers, and I couldn't be happier that my dude is just having an amazing start to his campaign. 34 games played, 18 goals, 23 assists for 41 points for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Puts him into top 10 in league scoring as of right now, and I'm just super pumped for him. Yeah! Any final feats of strength, boys, before we move on?
4: You got enough for him on this couch, Waz.
1: Yeah. Waz is really spreading out over there.
4: Oh yeah, I love it. Cut all, you gotta. I see that you do. I see that Me you too. do. Me too. Can I give a shout out to Mike Sobel? <laughs> Can you please move over? Safe for hot <laughs> and gold
0: performers. Oh, okay. Waz, it's like a tiny 2 person couch, and Waz is sitting in the middle, like fully spread open.
4: Like I
1: I, you know, I appreciate sitting close to Liam as well, you know? <laughs> I get it. didn't
4: say anything. It was like because okay. you gradually get moving and moving. I was like, I eventually, over I, I want to be more in the camera. I don't and know. then you elbowed yeah. me twice during my grievances. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So that's my final grievance. Go ahead. Sorry, Big Mill.
1: Real quick, guys, we got uh, four questions asked the idiots. We're gonna just rip through these before we get to hot and cold performers, and we're gonna wrap it off and get off into our holiday. Or we're gonna pause for an ad first. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
1: For our friends at Soho, go check them out at Soho Y-E-G. Tyler, what is the game day special?
0: The game day special is half price chicken wings, eight bucks for a pint and a slice and deals on Molson and Coors light. Plus the game's always on a 100 inch screen at the restaurant. There you go. And that
4: slice is well worth The size of your head. Yeah. It's legit.
1: It's bigger than the beer. Soho Y-E-G, go check it out. Check out the menu there down on Jasper Ave. Make it a part of your game day experience or just take fam down there. Get on out there. Uh, First up, Dan, you're going to be up first. Oh, we just did. You know what? I'm going to take this question off. We've now got three. I've killed you. We've already done our Festivus grievances. Uh, nation Dan, you get to bring one current oiler, one past oiler, and one in, individual of your choice to enjoy a pizza at Soho and a jug of nation beer. Who are you bringing?
2: Who's your group of uh, four? The, well, the current oiler has to be Brad Malone, so I can stay on brand oh, there. Right. Uh well, I guess he's not currently an oiler, but you get the idea. Uh, what was the, a past oiler now? Past um, I, I have to go with Chris Pronger. I know I mentioned earlier in the episode, but definitely going with Chris Pronger because I want that apology and I want it in person. And then the random person that I'm going to bring <laughs> is, uh, is, um, it's, um, a great, great question. I am going to bring Ryan Reeves to the party just because he seems like a fun guy and I'd love to hang out with him. Tyler, Okay.
1: current oiler, past oiler, just random person.
0: Okay. Current oiler I'm bringing is, I'll bring Dreisaitl. I think he's got a good dry sense of humor and I think I'd get along really well with him. I agree. Um, So I'm going to bring Leon. I'm going to bring from my past oiler. I want to go with someone that's just like, you know, a little, a little bit different. I don't want to go super mainstream. That's why I'm kind of struggling with this one. Um, my random person, I'm going to bring our new intern, Gavin. I think he'd get a real kick out of it. I'd like to spend more time with him. That's so nice. he's my random person mm-hmm. and my past oiler. You know what? I want unfiltered stories from the old days. Yeah. So I'm going to bring someone from those teams in the eighties. I'll bring Kevin Lowe. I think he'd know how to have a good time and he'd have stories from a lot of different eras. So I'm oh, going yeah. Kevin Lowe. That's a good. Leon Drysettle and Gavin, the intern,
1: Liam. Past oiler, current oiler, random person. All
4: right. Current oiler. Stu. Sure. Sure. Great time. Mm -hmm. Past oiler. I'll bring Matt Hendricks. I think he'd be a good one. He seems like one of those guys very down to earth. Mm -hmm. And I'll bring my dad. Sure. Dad will enjoy the whole thing.
0: Not exactly a random person. You do know him. But I well, guess you know Gavin. Gavin. Yeah,
1: good point. It's right there. Yeah. he is. He's just sitting outside the door, staring at the window. Oh. Was past oiler, current oiler, and random person for a little pizza party at Soho.
5: Current oiler, I will go with uh, Ryan McLeod. Nice guy, fun guy. Uh, past oiler, I'm going to go very basic and honest. I'm going to go Wayne Gretzky.
1: You would also have stories. Yes, yes. Wayne I've Clans. always
5: wanted to meet Wayne Gretzky, so it'd be <laughs> awesome. And then uh, random person, I'm get, I mean, kind of random. I don't know. My my buddy Brett. He's always a good time always seems to have a story on him and get the, get a lot out of people. So
1: my pizza party group is, I actually really like Tyler's answer, but a past weather. So you took Kevin low. I'm going to go Mac T. Oh yeah. Mac T would have some weird stories to tell. He was GM for like six and a half minutes. He was the coach for a hundred years. He played here. Like what hasn't that oh, guy done? He'd be great. 50, 50 guy, 50, 50, 50 I've guy. Had coffee with him. Announcer guy. Yep. He was on the panel there for a minute.
0: He's been everywhere.
1: He's been everywhere, man. <laughs> uh, my current weather—I'd have to pick nudes. Like, what am I? What are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, my random person—I just think Lionel Messi would really like to have a pizza with me. I
2: thought you were going to say nudes. So nice other. show. Wow, I yeah. respect that. Yep. So I think this needs to become a bit where we just make tables at the cafeteria and see where everybody wants to sit. Mm-hmm. Ah, remember that meme?
1: Question number two: Ask the idiots for our friends at Soho. Who is your favorite ever oiler? Prospect at the World Juniors, was. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, and Cody also adds, can I interest anybody in a slightly used Curtis Hamilton, who is his answer?
0: (laughs) Favorite Oilers prospect (laughs) (laughs) at a World Juniors. If I can jump in here. Yeah, go ahead. It's Eberle's just the layup.
5: Yep, easy one.
0: Oh, boy.
5: This is tough. I want to go. It's easy to go like, oh, right now, Reed Schaefer, but obviously I'm going to go Darnell Nurse. Back when he won gold with Connor, before
4: Connor was an Oilers prospect.
1: So, Mm -hmm. oh
4: man, Liam, can we go to Dan? I got Dan. Think
1: your favorite Oiler at the World Juniors doesn't have to be Canada. My yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I mean the the easy answer is going to always be Jordan Eberle, Um, but I'm trying to think. Like there was, uh, what was the last goalie that we had? Did Olivier go? Olivier Waugh? Was yeah, he there he for did. a world juniors? Yeah, I was. I was really hopeful for him in his year. I don't even think he I think he got one start in that whole shebang. But yeah, yeah like I'm trying to. like I can't think of an Oiler before that. Liam,
4: you have yours. I was going to say uh, Olivier Wa barely played because he played with that um, Byzantine. Martin oh Risenstein. yeah, Mark yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. he was. Uh, he had a tough goal at the World Juniors, didn't he? That's uh, always the thing about goalies at the World
1: Juniors is you have these. You hear these names at Christmas. You're like, wow. Yeah, and then they just kind of.
4: Well, it's like that tough 2005 position. World Juniors team, which I've is like regarded as the greatest ever, and the goalie was Jeff Glass. Mm. Like if you're, you know. if you're
2: actually like asking me my, my favorite world juniors performance of all time, it's Jordan Tutu. His, well, the Tutu train in Halifax. So no, I was from Halifax. Or I lived Dan, do Halifax, you live in Halifax? A minute. <laughs> yes. Uh, but the Tutu, the Tutu performance, it's hard to say an oiler. Cause I mean, there wasn't a ton of them, but I would say Tutu. Um,
4: I'm going to go with Oscar Clefbaum Because when it was in Edmonton, like when it was at Rexall, mm. he was on that team. And I remember going to, A gamer, and he was like the only player I really knew. To be honest, I was
0: thinking, wouldn't Yak have been in that year too? Yep, probably uh, would have been undrafted. I guess.
4: Right. My favorite World Juniors player was Braden Shen. That was like the first World Juniors I watched, and it was that like crazy game against Russia. We say ultimately lost, but they had that big third period.
0: My favorite random world junior player is Chris DiDomenico. He was on the (laughs) team that year when they had that crazy comeback against team USA on new year's Eve when they were down three, nothing and Tavares just took over the game. But there was a moment there. Where Domenico, I think he scored them when they were going by the bench, he got high sticked by an American and that power play turned around the game and he played on the team for like two years too. He was good.
1: My uh, favorite Oilers prospect at the World Juniors, and it's just funny because Canada didn't even do well that year, is Nuge because of how he got there. He had already played like two or three years in the show before going over. I just thought that was so funny because he was in the lockout
4: year. Yeah, I um Oh, I was like, oh, I remember the one year Dougie Hamilton was on the team, but so was his brother, Freddie Hamilton or Fred. I can't remember which one they called yeah, him. It's time the- to go by Doug now. Yeah. And they just like went off them so, so much. And like how good they were both going to be in the NHL. And yeah, Fred, uh, Fred didn't make it too far.
1: Nothing. I also, uh, just one more, uh, our boy Clem Costin. Yeah, you made some waves at the World Juniors as he was the captain of the Team Russia. There's that photo of him that goes around all the time, plugging his ears. Plugging his
4: ears, yeah. I love that. Clean, fan him. favorite everywhere he goes. Yeah. he's the best. I love it.
1: Last question, ask the idiots. Let's wrap this up.
4: <laughs> so stupid,
1: <laughs> Liam. Which of your fellow nation staffers are you choosing to be by your side during a zombie apocalypse, and why are you picking them?
4: Oh boy. My fellow nation staffers. Okay. I will go with Jay. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jay, you know, he's done a lot of good in his life. I feel like he could get us out of some sticky situations. And I will go with ba-ba-da-ba. I'll just go Tyler. We're probably going to be together at one point anyway in the Barclays. I have no choice but to be stuck together.
1: Liam picking two. I, I thought you said two. Nope, just one.
4: Oh, what was Let's the question one. then?
1: <laughs> Which nation staffer are you choosing to be by your side during a zombie apocalypse and why? I said two.
0: No, I think I roll with... Ooh, ooh. I'm torn. I feel like I have to show my cards. <laughs> um, I'm just not sure if there's anyone at the office who is great in this kind of a situation. So I want to go just, we're all keep... very soft. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I feel like I just want to go with someone who, you know, if there's a quick situation where we both need to be on the same page quickly, I want that. So I'm picking either you or Liam, VM nice. or Liam.
4: Mm.
0: It's one of the two flip a coin. One of you, I throw off the roof. You're done. The other one, oh, we ride or I die.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. Dan, are tough.
1: who's your nation staffer partner in the zombie apocalypse?
2: I'm gonna pick Ronnie because Ronnie just knows what to do in the situation, and
1: she'll probably so. build you a way out of the situation. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very true. handy. Uh, Was you got Nation the Staffer there? You're taken into the zombie apocalypse.
5: Uh, Probably Jay, just because he's tall. Yeah, he you, know, does. you want a big force in front of these zombies, so I'll just use Jay. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Jay.
4: Do you think he'd want to be around you after what you did to him at the like Christmas no, party? exactly. So this is kind yeah, of he like,
1: might throw you at the wolves, yeah. my friend. We might as well. He might actually. Yeah, probably. I'm going off the board a little bit. I'm picking Brownlee. He's terrifying. I think the zombies will be terrified of Robin Brownlee. <laughs> he's got that old man strength. He's got dad strength. He's got years of wisdom. He's got that crazy yeah, yeah. look in his eye. I feel Wanye would be very crafty. Now, I leave you hanging, man. Yeah, okay, right, yeah, actually, good point. Yep, he is out. <laughs> there you go. For our friends at Soho, Ask the Idiot, slide on into my DMs. Hit us up with a question. The boys haven't seen any of these. Real quick, let's wrap up the podcast with some hot and cold performers. Uh, again, for our friends at Tourism Jasper, go check out everything at jasper.travel. And if you're looking for a last-minute Christmas gift, Tyler, I know you are. Mm-hmm. Why not join us and our friends at AMA Travel in Toronto for a nation vacation? to toronto we're gonna watch the oilers and leafs on hockey night in canada we're gonna be watching in a box we're staying in a beautiful hotel in downtown toronto check out the details at nationgear.ca we start off with our veggies dan and you are up first who is your cold performer of the week for our friends at tourism jasper uh
2: my cold performer of the week is going to go to um i don't know it's i'm in a very very good and happy mood i will give it to um trying to think uh the i don't know i've got nothing negative to, the rogers wrapped in red event there you go you get my cool <laughs> Oh get <week>. cold <laughs> Tyler don't
5: do
1: it <laughs> don't do what
2: i, I don't I want, want you to do it too quickly what don't you want me to do
4: <laughs> oh my <God. laughs>
2: the rogers wrapped in red event the rogers wrapped in red
4: event the rogers wrapped in red event <laughs> <laughs> It was That's so nice of us to, to give
2: them extra airtime for that at commercial. Was well, yeah. your
5: cold performer of the week? A cold performer of the week. Um, can I give it to myself? Yes. For yeah. a performance at the Christmas party? Mm -hmm. Just a little bit, yeah. Uh I think I could have done better in terms of gift giving, and yeah, for
3: sure.
1: Well, you
5: didn't buy anything, yeah. Anything above nothing. I could have done done a lot better.
3: We have Uh. been hoodwinked,
1: bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived.
4: Liam, your cult performer of the week. Movie remakes. <laughs> uh, okay. I watched oh. Lightyear the other day, and it wasn't as good as Toy Story. And mm-hmm. then I also watched Hobbit, as we know about. And you know, it's just yeah. stick with the originals, people. We like them a lot. That's what a the joke. hell is That's going on?
1: Joke is what it is. Oh, you got two buttons. Yeah, yeah. Okay. J- is a joke. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Tyler. Your cult form of the week. The new
0: feature on Twitter that shows how many views your tweet has. It's a good show. All it does now is like, <laughs> if I have a tweet that I'm like, ooh, that bang, that got like 300 <clears throat> likes. And then I'll look at be like, oh, 300,000 people saw it. That ratio sucks. Yeah. That means 297,700 <clears> people, whatever your I'm check math. That means a lot of people didn't like it. I don't like it. it spreads negativity. Are you, you thrilled?
1: I'm not. And also, just as a secondary thing, if you wanted to see the impressions on your tweets, you could just pull up the analytics anyway. Well, yeah, like
0: it's just now like a
2: public Uh, thing. It's so dumb. It's unnecessary. I love that everybody else can see it too. I can see everybody else's. I would wouldn't mind it for myself. Yeah. (laughs) My cold
1: performer of the week is you know what Edmonton drivers, you're all fucking madmen out there. It's snowing. It's icy. It's ridiculous that you're driving at highway speeds on the white mud when you can't even pass anybody. Slow down, man. Take your time. You don't gotta be nowhere. It's Christmas, baby. I'm upset. All right, let's end off the podcast with a up or uh, with the bright sides of the week. Tyler, you're up first. I'm just gonna start with you. Let's go with your hot performer of the week. Shout
0: out to the guys at Barnburner, our Flames Nation show that goes every day. They did something called the Spirits of the Holidays on their show the other day. And in their hour and a half show, they put back 10 cocktails. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Got just obliterated on the air. And it was hilarious not at all like out of line or anything like that. It was just flat out funny. And it made me think of the time in LA when we tried to do a podcast hammered (laughs) and boy, was it awful so bad. It's now known as the lost tapes. Um, So (laughs) shout out to the guys at Barnburner who had a great holiday show. It was hilarious. And also just a little stick tap to them for keeping it on the rails like they did, despite being
1: loaded. We We the best. If you want to hear the lost episode of better late than never, you can send me and Tyler each five hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> I would release it for that much because I don't think it was anything that bad.
1: No, we just were a sloppy mess. Yeah, but I'd, I'd sell it for five hundred. We thought we were hilarious though. By the way, just as an insider thing, again five hundred dollars to both me and Tyler. You can also send Jay's five hundred dollars to also me and Tyler. Mm-hmm. There you go.
4: Thank you, Liam. Your hot performer of the week. Hot performer of the week goes to everybody who listens to this podcast or real life or anything that we have here. A lot of people were thanking us today in our YouTube chat for, for putting on our show, All This Nation Every Day. But without everybody else, we wouldn't have shows. So, Merry Christmas to everyone, and thank you all for listening. Feeling How'd you laugh? It's just heartwarming. I love it. I know. It, it was, was nice. So I usually, I like to, this likes to be my jokey segment, but not today. <laughs> that was not a joke. I was very serious. <laughs> Congratulations.
1: Uh, well done. <laughs>
4: was your
1: hot performer of the week.
5: Yeah, I mentioned this earlier. It's going to be uh, Mike Sobel at Global for like finishing off 25, uh, your career as a weatherman. And um, yeah, it was an emotional morning. Like they were all crying on Global, which is fair enough. Then my mom started crying. I'm like, I don't know what to do here. Everyone's getting fucking. Here. So shout out to Mike Sobel. Great
0: career.
1: It's getting hot in here. So hot. Nation Dan, your Hot
2: Performer of the Week. Uh, well it was announced on december the 8th and it's where our funds went from the brunch for ben but i just want to give a a shout out and a hot performer of the week to the ben stelter fund which is now currently sitting at sixty four thousand dollars, and that's without the hundred thousand dollars that mcdavid and his team uh, have committed to donating there as well so wonderful to see the ben stelter fund finally be realized it was something that we had heard about for a while and and had been kind of waiting and sitting on hoping that we would have it in time for the brunch for ben it wasn't the case but it's ready and it's there to go. And so, you, if you want to check that out, you head over to the uh, head over to them on social media. Give them a follow at uh, at the Ben Stelter Fund uh, on your socials. And uh, yeah, so Ben Stelter Fund gets my hot performer of the week.
1: Uh, just to wrap it up, I am going to say all of the wonders, wonderful staff here at Nation HQ. There's a lot of people in that work in this building that you probably don't know. And I think that's an interesting thing where there's just a lot going on behind the scenes. So shout out to everybody here that puts in all the work and just to piggyback off Liam a little bit, thank you guys for all consuming. There's no point in us sitting in this beautiful studio that Tyler designed and I created love with mm-hmm. love if it wasn't for you guys all consuming the content. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. Thank you very much.
3: This is why I'm hot. I'm hot cause I'm fly. You ain't cause you not.
1: For our friends at DoorDash, Oodle Noodle, Tourism, Jasper, Soho, and AMA Travel, and Betway, thank you for listening to Oilers Nation Radio. This is the last episode. We'll be back, though, on Tuesday. We're going to preview the game against the Flams. And until then, Merry Christmas, everybody. Have a great and safe holiday. We will be back after a huge Oilers win
2: tonight against the Canucks. Let's go. Boop, boop. Shout out the listeners.
3: Thanks for listening to Oilers Nation Radio, delivered by DoorDash. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. See you. Then. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com